In 2005, Xi Jinping put forward the concept of lucid waters and lush mountains are invaluable assets in Anji County while working as secretary of the CPC Zhejiang Provincial Committee. Back in the 1990s, a small village called Yuchun in Anji County was drowned day and night in the rows of ever more new quarries and the clamor of machinery. Villagers did grow rich in just a few years from cement plants producing high-quality limestones from the local mountains. People's wallets fattened up, and the village became known in the region for its wealth. But this came at a huge price, as the village became covered with dirt and its rivers ran murky. In 2003, the project of building an ecological province was launched across Zhejiang. Yuzhen Village decided to shut down three quarries and one cement plant. As a result, villagers' income slipped, and the halo of a well-to-do village faded. Some villagers were not so happy. Economic growth or environmental protection—that was the tough question Yuzhen Village. Had to face. On a scorching day in August 2005, Xi Jinping arrived in Yuchun. Even with the lone air conditioner turned on, the packed meeting room of the village was still stifling hot. Outside the window, cicadas chirped ceaselessly. She asked Bao Xingming, who was secretary of the CPC branch of Yuchun Village. About the shutting down of quarries and enterprises that were causing pollution. How much profit can the cement plants and the chemical plant make in a year? Millions of yuan. Why were they shut down? <sighs> Because they were causing severe pollution. Yuchun village sits at the upper reaches of a river, and polluted water discharged from the plants. Was causing serious harm to villagers living along the river. Besides, mining and lime kilning over the years have been polluting our village, filling air with dust and smoke all year round. It was like living in a cage full of poisonous air for everyone, and people ended up spending their hard-earned money in hospitals getting treatments. That was a reenactment of the conversation based on published works. Bao's voice trailed off as he spoke. He wasn't sure how the decision of the village would be judged and what response he would get from Xi. In an era when GDP was the predominant indicator of local government performance, few officials would risk career setbacks to prioritize the preservation of mountains, rivers, and plants. Over economic growth, Xi Jinping read the concern in people's eyes and responded with a smile. Xi Jinping Shutting down the quarries and the processing plant was a brilliant move. We used to talk about developing the economy while preserving the environment, but the fact is, lucid waters and lush mountains are invaluable assets in their own right. He noted, "Ecological resources are among the most valuable resources. We cannot simply exploit them for the sake of economic development, as this can come at a great cost. 
There are things we should do and things that we should never do. One thing for sure is that we cannot indulge in the unsustainable development model of the past. The villagers felt fully assured by Xi's words, which clearly outlined a direction for the village to kickstart its green development. A few days later, Xi published a commentary entitled "Lucid Waters and Lush Mountains Are Invaluable Assets" on Zhejiang Daily, which was later known as the Two Mountains Theory. He pointed out that if the advantages of having lucid waters and lush mountains could be transformed into strengths in ecological agriculture, industry, and tourism, then these natural resources could truly become mountains of gold and silver. Over the following decade and beyond, Yichun Village changed from living off the mountains to conserving and enriching the mountains. With environmental conservation as a precondition, the village actively promoted rural tourism and pushed the integration of cultural tourism and agricultural industries. In this process, ecological premium were channeled continuously into economic and social benefits, and Yuzhen transformed into a beautiful village with a prospering local economy. This concept of green development. Later extended beyond the province of Zhejiang to the entire country, tens of thousands of villages have developed thriving industries while preserving precious ecological resources. They have found their own path to green development. Keeping in mind people's aspiration for a better life. Xi Jinping has upheld the principle of balancing ecological conservation with economic development throughout the past decades. He said, "To protect the environment is to protect productive forces, and to improve the environment is to boost productive forces." He also said, "We can seek development opportunities in the course of protecting nature and achieve win-win results in both ecological conservation and high-quality development." In April of 1997, Xi Jinping, then Deputy Secretary of the CPC Fujian Provincial Committee, took an inspection tour of Sanming City and visited some remote villages in the mountainous region. Changkou Village, like many other villages in the region, was blessed with clear waters and large mountains. But the villagers were struggling to make ends meet. Zhang Lingshun, secretary of the CPC branch of Changkou Village, remembered that at the time of Xi's inspection tour, villagers were debating about selling a portion of the local primary forest to increase their income and improve their livelihood. As life was just too hard for them, he recalled. At that time, the village had no paved roads, no modern houses, no functional street lamps. Villagers could barely make ends meet with their meager earnings from growing crops. In Zhang's own words, the only apt word to describe the villagers' lives back then was difficult. Xi Jinping chatted with the villagers. Asked questions and listened attentively, as he gazed across the Jingxi River that ran through the village, he caught sight of the verdant primary forest that sprawled over an area of over 130 hectares 
on the opposite bank. Lush mountains and lucid waters are invaluable assets. You should work on this beautiful landscape painting and take concrete steps to make good use of the natural resources in this mountainous region," she said. If you make use of the mountains and rivers properly while effectively preserve ecological resources, you can surely improve your economy. Xi's remarks enlightened the villagers of Changkou. As the Chinese saying goes, as long as mountains stay green, you won't have to worry about a lack of firewood. Since then, mountains and forests have become the most precious treasure in the eyes of the villagers. They stopped cutting down trees from natural forests. Instead, the villagers only fell trees from man-made forests at a reasonable pace, while also planting new trees. Currently, forest coverage rate in Changko Village has surpassed 90%. The village has also diversified its industries to include leisure tourism, tourism-oriented agriculture, and specialty livestock business. As a result, big enterprises flocked to invest in the village, and eco-agriculture projects have been launched to help locals generate extra income. In 2019, Zhang Lingxuan came to Beijing and had the chance to update Xi Jinping on the current situation of Changkou Village. According to Zhang, new houses had been built in an orderly fashion near the mountains and rivers. And the village stayed clean and tidy. Additionally, power lines and natural gas pipelines had been installed, and recreational facilities such as a basketball court, a park, and an open-air swimming pool had been built. The whole village had practically become a big park. Green resources that once lay dormant have been activated and converted into assets, bringing tangible economic benefits to the people. In 2020, through green development, annual per capita income of Changkou Village increased tenfold compared to 1997. The guidance from Xi Jinping not only helped Changkou Village keep its mountains green, but also instilled the idea of green development in the hearts of the locals. From Zhengding to Shanghai and to the central government. Xi Jinping has always attached great importance to environmental protection. In cases where serious damage was done to the ecosystem, Xi has always required that matters be followed through all the way till problems are completely resolved. He once said, "We must make up our minds on what we really want when it comes to environmental protection, which is of utmost importance. We must base our decisions on our people's content and consent." This approach is crucial for improving people's livelihoods and should be the cornerstone of our efforts. In February of 2000, an unfortunate incident of environmental pollution occurred in Fujian Province. Illegal discharge by a pesticide factory contaminated over 100 kilometers of Mingjiang River and killed over 1,000 tons of fish. The river pollution caused panic in the area as residents rushed to buy mineral water. 
Upon learning of the case, Xi, then governor of Fujian province, promptly issued orders to affected water processing plants to either shut down temporarily or initiate emergency treatment to ensure the safety of water consumption for the residents. He also instructed legal actions be taken against the responsible enterprise in accordance with the law. Based on evidence gathered through investigation, the pesticide factory was ordered to shut down its production line and seal up its manufacturing equipment. And the police started an investigation into the culpability of people responsible for the accident. She said such environmental accidents must be taken seriously, and environmental problems that could harm people's health must never be tolerated. Starting in May of 2000, a tornado of environmental protection operations swept through Fujian province under Xi's leadership, targeting enterprises that were causing serious pollution. Xi said that nobody could harm people's lives and property for the sake of the survival and interests of a single enterprise. In Xi Jinping's opinion, damaging the ecosystem recklessly was no different from committing murder and robbery. He stressed that it's absolutely not allowed for anyone to damage people's lives and health for the sake of economic interests or tax revenues. Li Zaiming, then director of the Environmental Protection Bureau of Fujian, recalled his impression of Xi's remarks. Committing murder and robbery were heavy words, Xi Jinping's description of this issue was very forceful and keen. They accentuated the gravity of environmental protection work. Regarding issues of managing pollution-causing enterprises, no government at any level had the authority to be lenient. With Xi's strict supervision and watch for implementation, more enterprises causing heavy pollution across Fujian were banned from operation and shut down. Other enterprises that failed to meet the standards as scheduled were ordered to suspend operation for rectification. By the end of 2000, nearly 5,000 enterprises in Fujian that were causing industrial pollution completed rectification as scheduled. The rate of resurging pollution was much lower than the national average. Twelve water systems saw continuous improvement in water quality. The proportion of surface water reaching good quality in the province in 2001 was nearly 47 percentage points higher than in 1995. She said that nobody must cross the red line in terms of environmental protection. Industrialization created unprecedented material wealth, but it also caused irreparable damage to the environment. We can't pursue development through destructive methods, depleting the legacies from our ancestors while exhausting the options for our future generations. As China's economy transitions from high-speed growth to high-quality development, Xi Jinping says China will give priority to environmental protection and promote green lifestyles to ensure sustainable development and create a better future for all. To him, building harmony between humanity and nature is an essential part of Chinese modernization. 
and also a responsibility that he carries for history, for the people, and for future generations. You've been listening to stories of Xi Jinping. In episode five, we will hear stories of Xi Jinping's dedication in serving the people and the country, and how he has lived up to the trust and expectations of the people.